All right, it is Wednesday, December 14th, the evening time. A little after work commute here. It's been an exciting 28 hours or so for Atlanta United fans and MLS fans in general. Uh, Tuesday afternoon was the MLS expansion draft, and at uh, 5 p.m., uh, the free agency, closed free agency, of course, but free agency for MLS opened up. Atlanta United and Minnesota United uh, got to draft five players apiece in that expansion draft. That was, of course, from some list of unprotected players from each team. Atlanta United had the first pick, uh, went Donnie Toya for Montreal defender. Followed that up with Zach Lloyd, defender from Dallas. And surprised a lot of people with uh, Clint Irwin, the Toronto FC keeper. And then Mikey Ambrose from Orlando City. And then finished it off with Alec Can, uh, goalkeeper from uh, Sporting KC. So, obviously, first impressions for a lot of people were why were there so many goalkeepers taken. This was especially after the Brad Guzan rumors continue to bubble under the surface. Uh, and of course having Alex Tambakis on the roster as it is. Um, almost immediately after the draft, Darren Eels is speaking with uh, MLSsoccer.com, I believe, on their live show and said, hey, we already got some trades ready to go. Um, you know, we talked about before the draft, seemed likely that it was going to be Clint Irwin going back to Toronto. That was, in fact, one of the trades. Clint Irwin went back to Toronto uh, in exchange for Mark Bloom, a defender, and um, some allocation money. What it sounds like is that allocation money is basically the $50,000 that MLS gives teams once they have a player chosen in the expansion draft, just kind of like a little compensation pick just to help with player acquisition. So with Toronto leaving Clint Irwin open, it, it kind of sounded like that's, you know, Atlanta maybe had their eye on Mark Bloom and it's like, look, we'll go ahead and pick up Clint Irwin, kind of protect him, you know, don't have to worry about him anymore. You give us the guy we actually want from your team as well as that extra cash. Everyone's happy. That's what happened. Um, the second one I'd say maybe was a little bit more of a surprise. I pointed out on Twitter that when the five picks were announced, uh, two of the players, Mikey Ambrose and Clint Irwin, didn't have official Atlanta United graphics, basically on their like tweets from Atlanta United. Kind of insinuating that maybe those guys were going to be some of the trades involved. Clint Irwin came true. Mikey Ambrose, however, stayed on, but Atlanta United did make a trade with Orlando City. So um, Atlanta sent Orlando a different defender, Mikey Ambrose defender, but they sent them Donnie Toya, that first pick, instead in exchange for um, Orlando's eighth pick in the... Um, college super draft next year so now atlanta has the second and eighth pick in the draft so that was a little surprising i don't i don't know if maybe I, it seems like maybe the intention was to send mikey ambrose back to orlando and maybe orlando instead was like hey we actually kind of like this idea of uh donnie toya jason Kreis is in orlando um 
where when he you know he was formerly in at Real Salt Lake and while he was at Salt Lake Donnie Toya actually came up through the Salt Lake uh, academies was their first homegrown player so he has some familiarity with Donnie so I don't know what happened there maybe that was intentional all of along um, it seems like Atlanta wanted that pick however it played out um, maybe originally Orlando had been like yeah you guys pick Mikey we'll take him back you'll get the pick that sort of thing I have no idea what happens I'm not gonna pretend like I have any insider knowledge but basically coming out of that draft uh, Atlanta United added some pieces to the defense which they sorely needed considering they didn't really have a defense besides Michael Parker's which they picked up last week um yeah so um team now has a little under 20 players on the roster um i think who i haven't talked about on here is maybe parkhurst uh defender romario williams a forward harrison heath a midfielder and um kevin kratz who became official in midfielder um those guys were announced basically the day after right after um mls cup those guys were um officially added onto the Atlanta United roster they had been kind of talked about before. Um, and then today, uh, actually right before I left the office, it was announced that Atlanta United had signed one of those MLS free agents, uh, Jeff Lorentowitz. Um, been in the league for a long time. Uh, last year, played with LA. I think before that, he was in Chicago for about a year or so. And before that, won an MLS Cup with Colorado couple years back um i don't know his full player history but um good kind of depth ad don't expect him to be like a, a regular starter but he you know, he's a little bit older 33 or 34 i think will be the definition of a kind of locker room guy especially with all these young players that atlanta united's bringing in uh kind of plays that defensive midfielder spot uh right above the defense uh can also play center back if needed be need be so Nice utility guy in that area. Basically an older Chris McCann, maybe. And then, of course, there was another rumor going around that um, Oscar Romero would be joining Atlanta United. Um, another Paraguayan, South American prospect. Uh, younger guy. I want to say maybe 24 um, would be the third DP spot if that were to happen, which probably puts, um, you know, some of these other DP rumors to bed. If this happens, which South American media is basically making it sound like it's happening, uh, about a $9 million transfer fee. Some people think he, a lot of people actually, I would say, like him more than they like Miguel Almiron, which is very exciting that we have two players of that pedigree coming up. Of course, um, add in uh, Tito, and that's just the trifecta. But yeah, I mean, roster building here, it's very fun and exciting. It's fun to see other MLS Twitter accounts get very upset with what Atlanta's doing, um, especially fans of other clubs like the Chicago Fire can't quite figure out why their teams haven't been able to do this and Atlanta United does it in their first year at least on paper again so um, yeah I mean what else is there to take away from this 
teams of other or fans of other teams complaining about the expansion draft basically how Atlanta United was able to ransom in their words you know ransom Toronto FC for their starting keeper which I don't really see Toronto FC chose not to protect them they basically just got him back for someone else they didn't really have a use for in Mark Bloom you know wasn't getting regular playing time it only cost them $50,000, which they basically got for free from MLS for having Clint Irwin taken in the first place. You know, these kind of wranglings happen. Atlanta United's figured it out. Before the next day of stage of expansion, MLS might change the rules again. I mean, they already changed it for this year to make the expansion draft five rounds instead of, might have been ten rounds when Orlando and New York City came in. You know, so... Big ups to Atlanta United. Um, we'll say one kind of bummer, and really one of the first bummers from this club, which is kind of fascinating. Besides, uh, you know, the whole stadium situation, which you know my take does not bother me, and uh, the club did more than they needed to to make amends for that. But they did lose their academy director in uh, Richard Money. He returned to the UK to take over, now I can't remember, um, a club there, their academy. It could have been like Norwich City or Nottingham Forest or I think it's something like that. Um, so they promoted uh, Tony Annan um, up to basically academy director, I believe was the title. So as exciting as it was to have Richard Money around, um, and as yes, that could affect player development going forward. It's not, it's like a huge obstacle or bump in the road right now. Uh, Tony already had some months under Richard to kind of see maybe what his vision was and learn something from him. And of course he's a very capable person as it is. So lots of new, fun, exciting news. And then a little bit of a setback in player development going forward, but really nothing to worry about. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, probably actually the day, if you listen to this, you are listening to it, is when the waiver draft occurs. That's for, I think, younger players uh, in MLS to get picked up. Um, then there's the re-entry draft, maybe on Friday, I want to say. And then uh, Super Draft, the list of attendees to the MLS Combine came out today. I can't say that I really recognize any names off of it because I don't follow college soccer. So it wasn't much help to me. Uh, and you can, I mean, get drafted in the Super Draft having not attended the Combine. Um, but, you know, the Combine is the kind of way they identify who they think are the most promising athletes. That doesn't happen until January. Uh, and in between now and then, we'll probably see some more signings. And I will talk to you. So, good night and good luck.